What up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Bear With Me. I'm not famished. We listening to my money don't jiggle jiggle. It folds. <laughs> I'm with Leslie Arun Yara. Oh, now Silva. I forgot she's married now. Correction. Correction. We out here listening to my money don't jiggle jiggle. This was her song of choice. I don't even know what it is, but it sounds good. We about to see what comes. (laughs) 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 These lyrics are hilarious. This is solid. That's solid. That's solid. All right, well, uh, thank you for the song request. That was awesome. What's up with you? How's your week been? What's going on? How's life? It's been good, just, you know. uh, Well, my daughter was sick, and I've been taking care of her. My husband and I, we've been both, you know, doing that. She's getting a lot better. She's so much better today, actually, compared to probably, like, Tuesday. She was miserable. So uh, I'm just, I'm glad that... Yeah, like she's feeling, is she, she's starting to feel better? Oh, yeah, she was, she had, you know, mocos, all these boogers, mm. coughing, I was just so worried for her, because obviously, as a parent, you hate when your kids are sick, and you feel that empathy towards them. Like, for real, I don't like being sick at all. Yeah. All this pollen in the air, all these yeah, allergens coming in. Bad. the pollen, the weather changes, everything. It's crazy. Um, are you following the case? Oh, yes. Talk um, about it. Talk oh about it. Oh, my gosh. It's just so crazy that this whole today is the uh, closing arguments for the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. And I, it's just... The, you followed the whole thing? Oh, uh, yeah. I I tried my best to watch, watch it almost every day. Um, it was from Monday. It usually had it Monday through Thursday. And then they had like a two-week break, which didn't count as... Um, watching any of it because they didn't really play anything. Right. So I, I, I wasn't like 9 a.m. until like the end. I just, you know, I... Here and there. If I could watch it, I would put it on. If it was boring me, then I would change it. Right. I would just watch it. What do you think about it? Oh, it's, it's definitely insane. Uh, the whole, the whole thing in general is just, um, it's really off-putting just to see how far somebody would go to, you know, accuse a person of a crime, and for, at least for me, I, I based on the evidence that was, pre- was presented, I really do think that Johnny Depp is innocent in the claims that Amber Heard made of him abusing her and sexually assaulting her and all these Not things. Not real. It just, it just doesn't seem very consistent with what was provided and all of that. Yeah, I've seen uh, a lot of mistakes happening throughout that case it was just like and you can tell like her lawyers uh they're really trying they're trying so hard yeah but they're gonna lose i mean they have to that that's her yeah that's their job yeah yeah that's tough so um there's a couple things i wanted to talk to you about today um i know like toxic relationships was like a big thing Mm -hmm. um that i definitely wanted to touch base on because i was a Oh yeah, yeah. Before all the podcast stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was. I would say I was in a toxic relationship. I think we all go through at least one in our lifetime. Yeah. It's. I feel like it's so hard to not at least go through one, it, and it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship either. You like you. Can it could be a friendship. Yep. Toxic family. Yep. Anything. Everyone has to go through it. Have you been? I mean, I'm pretty sure you've been through one. Yeah, I've been through a couple. O'Malley always trying to break in here. It's my cat. It's okay. Um, Yeah, I've been through a couple, but I'm over them. I I, like I'm over it. I've already um, gotten my closure. I've said my, uh, I've given forgiveness, and I think that's like one of the biggest things that's hard for people to do is to forgive. And I've done that, so I'm good. Yeah, that's important. And I I hope everyone else is good too. (laughs) For real. That, I mean, that's... I, ha- I wish no harm on anybody at all. I think that's the thing, too. Like, I feel like when you forgive people and you are at peace with a situation, it just makes things easier. Yeah. Like, to, like, I think for me right now, like, 
my situation, I'm over that situation. Mm-hmm. But since I'm talking about it, people feel like, oh, he's not over that. He's he's like hating on their situation. He's doing this. He's doing that. Like my DMs were filled with crap, like a whole bunch of crap, and I'm just like, like. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. Because you know everyone goes through things and. It's not your job to tell anyone how they can recall a memory or not. Right. Like, if you want to talk about something, and even if you are over it, you can still talk about how it has affected you and how you can be who you are now. Like, yep. It doesn't mean that you're still dreading on it, because I think there's a difference between dreading on something and um, and moving on. Have you ever dealt with a narcissistic person? Yes. Tell me about it. You don't got to drop no names. Well, no, I'm not. It was back in college, actually. Uh, it was my roommate. She was a huge narcissist. It got, it got to a point where I just was, like, scared of her. Um, she would... At first, we were we were really good friends. I was, I was like, dang, she gets me. Like, we're, like, best friends. We formed a friendship really quick, actually. Yeah. And that's... Actually, that's a red flag right there. But oh, I yeah. I know it until later on. Um, after learning about things like that and so she was she was super toxic and she I could I watched her like just I guess um, tumble down into her own like insanity wow and it got to the point where like at the end of the semester she shaved her whole head like, she Britney she, Spears did yeah she Britney Spears oh man was, oh, I walked in because I hadn't been talking to her. I was like, you know what? Like, she's being really rude to me, and I'm just not going to talk to her. I'm not going to address. I really, really, I had already addressed how I felt. Yeah. And how I didn't appreciate her disrespecting me because I had set boundaries. Like, you're not going to talk to me this way. You don't know who I am. Right. And, yes, we're friends, but that doesn't give you the right to, like, to cuss me out and get right. in my face like that. And Oh, wow. It got violent. It, it, it was really bad. It was for something so stupid. But... I walked in into my dorm because I was like ready to take a nap, and then I just see her shaving her head, and I just was like, nope, and I just walked right out. <laughs> I was like, I'm not dealing with this. So what? Today. Like, did y'all talk after like I she shaved never her head, or? To her since so I what did you do? Boundary. I was. I just saw her shaving her head, and I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna just leave. How, you don't know how she got there. How? She, what do you mean? Like, like how did she get? Point? Yeah. I have no idea. I, I, I really don't. She, I, I do know that she was trying to um, get me kicked out of school for breaking like one of the rules that was at the school. What was the rule? Oh, uh, like they, so the school I went to, it was a, it was like a Christian university. Yeah. And so of course they have like standards. So the this is in. I was in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. That's it. And so, um, she was trying to find ways to get me in trouble with the what they call the honor code office hmm. and because I had I was starting to date my now husband yeah we were just starting to date and she didn't like him and she's like he's I don't like him for you blah 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 she was really controlling, controlling. and I was like girl we just met like two months ago how you gonna like, tell me who's for me and who's not for me that's like, crazy that's so weird and she's like no I she was telling other friends I know her best interest she opened up to me blah 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 blah, blah and all these things I'm just like girl like we just you don't even know me like friends. that like we just we've been friends for like two or three months maybe and now you're like you, you know what's best for me in general it was just very weird and I just hmm. she would like try to say oh he's ugly you need to break up with him and or like you have an ugly boyfriend. Like she was, like she was mean. She was really like blind. Rude. And then I would say, you know, you may think he's ugly. I, I Obviously, I don't think. I think my husband is very handsome. And right. Um, very attractive. And so when she would say those things, I, I remember saying when something super snark- snarky to her, I was like, at least my boyfriend doesn't have batteries. Because you know, oh, she yeah, only she yeah, only had the battery boyfriends. God, oh man. Batteries, and she was a weirdo in general. Um, That's I funny. Think she, I think what I went through with her, it would make anyone uncomfortable. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not being like, oh, it's just me. No, I think she would make anybody uncomfortable with what she. That was would tell that's great. That sounds wild. It was weird. So she had like, we had a friend group, and so she had 
she was texting them and I found this out because something like I had an intuition that was like these girls are like talking about you and um, I saw the text messages on my other who was supposed to be my friend on her phone about what I was doing oh wow oh Leslie's wearing or Leslie is taking um, these pills and I'm like this is just like a detox pill. Like right. I just wanted to detox, and they're like, she'll never be happy with herself. Blah, blah, blah. Like they're they're mean. talking about you. Yeah, and I was just like, dang, you guys are fake. Couldn't and trust so anybody. I, was just, I went to my um, like the housing office, and I was like, get me out of here. Like I don't want to be in their presence. Can I just please switch rooms? And then after that, they made it happen. To my case, and they're like, yeah, that's fine. So then I immediately left like the next day and wow. the girl was like why did you leave and I was like I knew you've been talking about me and she's like what? how old were you during this at that time I was like 19 20 wow I think I was I think I was about to turn 20 oh, early no, no, wait. no I had I was I was still 19 but it was like I was just a few months away from my birthday so yeah it was 20 we're <laughs> yeah, gonna say yeah, it was 20 okay but dang that sounds wild it like was, so but she was a huge narcissist um and I guess, like, what people don't realize with, you know, narcissistic people is that they have to, one of the biggest things that they do to, like, gain your friendship or gain a relationship with you is they love bomb you. Have you ever heard of hmm. love bombing? No, what's love bombing? Love bombing is when they kind of try to rush a relationship really quickly by, like, complimenting you, um, like, make you, basically making you feel like you're the best person that has ever been in their life. Yeah. And it's so quick, like, every, like you, it's so hard to recognize, too, because you don't know if anyone's love bombing you. You don't want to be on guard all the time. You know, you want to make relationships with people, friendships, things like that. But love bombing is like, you'll make, buy you presents all of a sudden. They're just doing all these quickly, nice grand very, very quickly, super quickly, super, um, like, inappropriately, too. Like, let's say, uh, um, let me think of an example. Like, let's say there's a guy with a girl. Like, he'll just buy her flowers, like, within the first week of meeting her. Like, some people may think, oh, that's super romantic. But if he just went on, like, two dates with her. Like, He's love bombing. That's love bombing. Yeah. That's, like, she doesn't really I know. I wonder if I was point. ever a love bomber in my life. I don't know. How, what, do, you, do you think you've ever been love bombed? I think, honestly, I've been a love bomber. I've been a love bomber. I'm not saying everyone is a narcissist, everyone's love bomber. But we all, you know, we learn ways to try to make friends with people absolutely so if we think oh this worked for this person maybe it'll work for me and then you might inappropriately do it when you were a teenager like oh yeah for sure i think i i probably no i definitely was a love bomber at one point in time like i feel like um <laughs> that's so crazy that like you say that because i definitely bought like some flowers for a girl like very well, very I'm soon not, i don't think well it's, so there's a, there is a line. So you can buy flowers for people, that's fine. If a person likes flowers and you've said that, like I don't think it's inappropriate to do nice things for people, but it's when you do nice things for people because you want, want to. Some, oh, okay. It's like, it's like that you have this expectation, like I'm going to do this and this and this and this for this person so that they can be my friend. Like that, you're not doing it because oh, you are a nice person. Okay, okay. You're doing it because you want something from that person. Does I mean, that I, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I, I think I noticed that um, through past relationships, I, I've noticed people doing stuff that they wouldn't typically do for any other of their friends, but for this particular situation, they're doing, they're going a thousand miles out of the way yeah. to make things happen for them. Yes, and I'm just like, it's a, it's a form of manipulation. Exactly. So I've seen that a lot and it's actually pretty sad because then it's like hard to determine who are the real friends that you're surrounding yourself with and then who are the fake friends that you're surrounding yourself with. Me personally, I don't have any fake friends. I feel like everybody that I've, you know, because I, I don't know, I just think I stayed the same as far as, like, who I am as a person. I don't think yeah, I've changed. Really have. Um, really have. Yeah. I've known you since, what, freshman year? Freshman year in high school. You yeah. have literally been the same person since then, I yeah. believe. Wow. Like, I don't think you've changed one bit, and I think that's amazing because a lot of times, especially through high school and college, like, people 
become like these chameleons. Yeah. And they, they try to figure out who they are. And that's a normal thing. It's a normal psychological thing for people to go through. Like, you're trying to figure out who you are in this world and what, what do you want to do for yourself and what kind of people you want to surround yourself by. And um, so we go through changes in different identities to try to figure out what do we like. What do we like, yeah. And um, some people already know who they are and they stand by that forever and those I have huge respect for people like that that yeah. have always been authentic yeah yeah I don't think I'll ever change like I'm a pretty solid person that's good um what did you go to college for I went to college for psychology um I got my BS in psychology so the difference what's a BS for those who don't know what a BS is a bachelor of science solid there's a BA which is a bachelor of arts yeah but a BS is a lot different you have to go through um more t- uh not testing but you have to put basically instead of learning like the art of psychology you have to actually learn the methodology like how to conduct tests how wow. to conduct research how to write research how to defend your research it's a lot of work that goes into it i yeah. actually have a publication that's like my one little bragging thing i got talk like, heavy uh, talk heavy talk a, to I him i have a publication i and um in a journal in japan um uh, called the IA4. She did that. <laughs> I did that. It was so hard, but it was so amazing to meet people. Yeah. Um, especially in a different country, just, and defend my research in front of, like, all these prestigious individuals from different universities around the world. Like, yeah. Some people that were studying in Shanghai, China, people in India, people in, like... This is huge. It was really big. It was like a... It, in terms of, like, it wasn't like a huge building. It was like a little building. But it was still like a big moment for me, at least. I felt like, wow, I, I'm doing this right now. I don't know too I many people with publications in uh, Japan. <laughs> like, that's, so, that's huge. Yeah, it was it was super fun to do. Uh, mostly, my that research that I had done, it was conducting on methodology of... Uh, psychology? Uh, no, not just psychology, but like drug use. And okay. Religiosity, like does religion impact drug use? Okay. Does it impact this? It was kind of like that... It was really fun. But, so yeah, that's what a BS is. You have to learn how to do those things to public, to like... You're a genius. You're you're a genius, public. pretty no, much. Stop, stop. No. You're, you're actually a genius. <laughs> like, you're super you're smart. Nice. No, I'm being <laughs> real. Like, you're super smart. You should be... Like the president or something, oh run for gosh, run for it. president. Like, no, I, nah, I feel like you got to be a bad person if you run for president. You're not no, a bad I don't person. Do that. That's a horrible job. It is. Um, Any public figure job, really, I feel like it's a lot of pressure. But as we were saying um, about toxic relationships. Yes. <laughs> so when I was getting my uh, degree, I one of my favorite classes I took was. Um, social psychology and that was about the psychology of how other people can influence you okay and how people are influenced by um society okay so there's psychology which is like the innate your yourself and then social psychology which is how does yourself withstand other people mm. like not peer pressure but like other people in general like how do you act when you're in a in different the, space, or not just in a different space, but when you're in the presence of like crowds, or if you're in the presence of family or friends or relationships or things like that. Okay. So that was one of my favorite classes. Um, I took an evolutionary psychology class that was also really interesting. But I don't want to keep talking about that. No, nah, you got <laughs> it. You got it. I mean, you you're you know your stuff. Talk, I know you asked me a few questions, and I do want to talk about those. Yeah, if you got any questions for me, ask away. So one of the questions you asked me were, what are the long-term effects of a toxic relationship, and are they fixable? Yes. So could you expand on what you mean by that? Like, say you were in a toxic situation for an extended period of time, and you just continue on in the situation. You don't get out of it. Like... Do you, during that situation, do you think, well, me personally, like, I'm trying to rework myself into, like, did I pick up any toxic traits from this situation, like, going into the next relationship? Is there, are there things that, 
like these are questions I'm asking myself now. It's just like, are there things that I'm doing now that um, I carried over from a past relationship? Like how I communicate, like am I saying the right things or the wrong things in certain situations? Like, I don't know. I just I just wanted to touch also, base on that. Kind of like, have I always been like this or did I learn how to be like this? Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, that does happen. Um, I, I think one of the I think the most extreme uh, effect that can come from a toxic relationship is obviously PTSD mm. uh, because things like that when you are in a toxic relationship depending on how bad it got like if you were in a domestically violent relationship then you can still experience um, PTSD from that because it was a very traumatic moment of your life and those things will carry on to you but it's how you handle those how you handle those things and if they still influence you so uh, for example um, you think like if if you were beaten in a a relationship or if it was violent then you're gonna if you don't understand that not everybody in the world is violent you may have a guard up and it's going to be so hard for you to put that guard down with other people because you, you think, think they're going to be violent yeah you hmm. think that oh they're going to blow up at me at one point or sometimes if a person that you were with in a relationship if they were toxic and they said things like only I will love you or um, good luck finding anyone else that will love you like me or things like that Yeah. then that's manipulation. It is. It, it's it's very hard, very hard to overcome those thoughts because they're basically they're inserting their insecurities into your into your mind. And um, so those would be like signs of manipulation. Yeah, and those things can affect you in a next relationship. Why don't we see um, like the red flags? Why do you think people put blinders on? I think the I think the biggest thing why people put blinders on is because they want the relationship to work. Like you don't want to feel rejected. You don't want to feel like there's something wrong with you. So at first you you feel like okay, well maybe vulnerable on a oh they I don't know, maybe I'm trying to think of something. Um, I haven't been in a toxic relationship. Yeah, you're um, you're so like, this is like. like I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm like, oh, did they? Her, her, did she's they at peace. Like, she's married. She got a husband. I'm like, at peace, so I'm just like, what? What do I say? Um, I mean, do you know people that have been in toxic relationships? Oh, yes. So you can speak from that perspective, oh, okay, maybe. I'll speak from that perspective, then, because I'm actually I, I've helped I've helped a couple of my friends actually through their toxic. Get out of them, or get out of them. That's actually. good. I've, I'm kind of uh, two and zero. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to you. Shout um, out to you. Saving the relationship. So, uh, I'll talk about one. Um, so this was this is actually an interesting one. She, she, it was a mixed cultural relationship. So she's from America and he was from Hong Kong. Oh wow! And so the cultures, American culture and um, Asian culture, is a lot different. And so she was, you know, coming to me, um, messaging me on. Instagram and things like that and we FaceTimed a few times because you know we were good friends in college and so she came to me and I I'm you know I consider myself a good person so if someone wants help I'm gonna I want to be you're gonna do your best to help them out my best I'm not gonna leave people hanging like that and so this girl she had a her, she had a very, she was in a very emotionally abusive relationship with her husband. He wasn't really doing anything to help provide in the house. Um, he was basically always giving her the cold shoulder, and she felt she was so married. She was married, and they had two kids, and so he would never talk. Like sometimes he wouldn't even talk to her for weeks because he was going through his own mental health issues right. that he refused to get help from, no matter how hard she begged for him to get help with. And so he just refused because in some cultures, like, it's kind of frowned upon. So right. Just, they look at you like you're crazy because yeah, you're going to go yeah. seek help. So 
I guess maybe his family may have, you know, facilitated a environment where getting mental health is frowned upon. upon. Mm. So I just helped her out with that and told him, you know, it's not your fault that he's experiencing these things. You're doing your best that you can, and you shouldn't feel bad for it at all. So what do you think made her stay? The kids, mm. She couldn't think of how her kids would react, or because she's they're um, like five and three. So she said, wow. like, "I don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna react." But I said, "Well, think about it in this way: Do you what lesson would you be teaching your daughters by staying? Like, are they gonna learn more from you staying and having a dad that's not very active in the whole family, or would they look at you as a token of strength if you, you know?" If you left, and even though it would be hard, you per, you kind of like blossom out of that. Word. And right, she left. She's and right now I see her all the time on on social media, and she's thriving. Living her best life. She's living. She found a new relationship. Go. With this guy who's like literally more active in these kids' lives, like taking them to. Hong Kong Disney, wow. them on his shoulders, you know, they look like they're having the time of their lives. And of course, social media, you know, you, ne- you, never, you know. never know. But I don't think, because I could, at the time when she would post about her old husband, like it looked like it was forced, like he wasn't very smiley. He wasn't anything. with it. Like he wasn't like into it. And then wow. this guy's like being a dad to two kids that he's never had. Mm. I just think that was a good thing for her. Yeah. And I helped her. I don't oh know. I figured. I, I you helped feel, her through that. I feel I like I helped her recognize like these red flags that she ignored because she wanted to have a family very badly. And she wanted to do. Well, she did what she could do. It's right. Just that he wasn't doing what he could do. So. He, so he was just there. He was just there. He wasn't. He wouldn't work. He wasn't emotionally he wasn't supportive. Or, he wasn't even cleaning. He wow. would lay on the couch all day and sleep. Wow. And it was... That's it was, probably tough for her. Yeah, it was, because she would try to talk to him, and he would just, like, walk away and not talk to her. Dang. And she, so I, think, why, I, mean, I think for a lot of people, too, like you were saying, what, why do people ignore red flags? Uh, I think sometimes if you've been through a lot in life, like, there's this thing called in psychology called learned helplessness. Okay. And they first discovered this... Uh, they no, I don't want to say they first discovered it, but they discovered um, this with animals. They all psychology tests are usually done on animals first. Certain certain tests are done on animals first. Okay. Just because of the ethics of you know you can't experiment on humans. Like right. Unethical. It's just not yeah. Especially certain things. Um, in the past they did, but now you can't you can't replicate those studies anymore because it was so unethical. <laughs> at the time and they're like no why, why did we allow this to happen in the first place so that's why we like people can't even do it and learn from those things so like so learned helplessness was when people would or not people the animals the animals so uh, it's so sad to talk about so they had these dogs in cages and okay. um, they would have the cage sitting on top of like a small electric current and it would zap the dog every time the dog would try to get out of the cage. Oh, my. And it got to the point where the dog just learned, you know what, I just rather stay in the cage. Than so to get, get zapped. zapped. Trying to get out of it. Yeah, trying to get out of it. So I'm going to just learn to cope with this. And then no matter, even if there's food out there that I can eat or water. They're not even going to try. I'm not even going to try. I'm going to just stay here where I don't get zapped. Wow. And they coined that as learned helplessness. And I think that, you know. All of us have been in in a, in a situation where we've all felt like that. Hmm. Like, no matter what we do, we're going to just stay like this. That's interesting. That's interesting. I feel like I know a few people like that. Yeah. Currently. Like, currently? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, my heart goes out to them. For I real. that they can realize their self-worth and... Even though, it, even if they get zapped, just get past that zap. Get past the zap. Get out the cage. Get out the cage. Go be free. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I feel great right now. I'm. I feel like I was. I know for an extended period of time, I was definitely 
coping with things that weren't okay with me. So that's kind of like similar to the learned helplessness. I feel like I was doing things that normally wouldn't be okay. And I think it stems from being in a depressed state Mm -hmm. um, for an extended period of time. And like, I don't know. Like I was, I definitely was dealing with depression at one point in time um, in my past situation. Mm-hmm. And like now, like being out of it and just looking back on on what I was doing and what I was allowing, I, that's something that I can like see clearly. Like, yo, you were not yourself. Like, you really weren't yourself. Um, you weren't allowed to be yourself. Yeah, I, I don't even think it wasn't about the loud to be I wasn't comfortable like being fully myself yeah so you didn't allow yourself to yeah 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 that's for sure that's what I'm like, not saying like the oh like nah you can't be no you can't do that no I nah. mean like you didn't feel comfortable enough to be your, you didn't allow yourself to be, to be yourself myself yeah I was definitely playing another role and it's just like I'm still asking myself why like why and what was the reason gone through something like that and there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with looking back at, in fact the, the fact that you're looking back and going wow what did it why did I do that shows how much you've progressed since that moment yeah because if you because when people people that don't progress in life they just look back on something like oh yeah that happened yeah like yeah but until you recognize and kind of like see yourself from an outside perspective like oh wow yeah that wasn't that wasn't right nah like that's when you know I'm in a different place now yeah I can actually criticize myself because it's so hard to criticize yourself but it has to be done yeah, in order for you to it's either you criticize yourself or someone else will yep and you don't want someone else to tell you how to think not at all did you have any questions for me well, you gave me a lot of questions. I did. <laughs> so I just want to make sure I answer those unless you don't I feel, No, nah, keep going. We got more. Okay, let's see. Uh, you said, what are the traits of narcissism? What are the traits of narcissism? Explain so, that. Because I feel like when people say narcissist, they automatically assume it's a male. Mm. Have you ever thought about that? Like, That's true. I never thought about that. Narcissism is automatically assumed a male trait mm-hmm. like nah women can be male narciss- women can be narcissists as well oh, yeah, and um i just want to go over the traits of what that is like so the traits of narcissists i kind of oh this i was so excited to talk about this um so do you know where the term narcissist came from talk about it okay so it came from i'm pretty sure it's a greek uh a greek mythology um, his this guy was named Narcissus. Narcissus. So, uh, well, they everything comes from you know those times. So, this guy his name was Narcissus, and he was incredibly handsome, as the legend goes. He was super handsome. Everyone liked him. Um, everybody wanted him. So, back in legends like that, like they're super based around attractiveness and sexual prowess. So this guy was. He was like the icon, the sex okay. icon. Right. Everyone wanted him. Um, but he didn't like anyone else. He didn't care for anybody else. And there was actually this one person that tried to come onto him, and her name was Echo. Mm. And Echo was cursed with only being able to repeat what other people can say. That's why the, why we have the term Echo. Echo. Cause, so, yeah. So she was cursed uh, to only be able to repeat back what other people would, you know, scream out. And so she saw, the moment she saw Narcissus, she was, like, head over heels. And she, but she couldn't talk to him. She could not talk to him. He had to say something, and she could repeat back what he said. Hmm. So uh, it got to a point where I think she was, he said, who's there? Or is anyone there? And then she would say, is anyone there? there? Yeah. And then he would say, come here. And then she's come here. And he came to her, and she tried to, like, pounce on him. And he said, get off of me. And she was so heartbroken. She, like, ran away crying. 
Oh, wow. Well, like, it was kind of, you know, think about it. It's kind of inappropriate, right? Yeah, it is. Why are you jumping on someone? You know, you <laughs> What's wrong that? with you? What's wrong with you? I don't. You're crazy. Um, but she she did that, and he he was obviously not into her. He didn't care about her. He's he nar- cared about himself. He's narcissist. Right. And then after he rebuked, rebuked her, he stumbled upon a river, and he saw his reflection. reflection. That was his first time seeing his reflection. Um, what book is this? I don't know if it's a book. I, I'm sure it's in a book, but okay, it's just like basic Greek mythology, like okay, like Zulu I feel mythology. like there was a book that I was. It was probably it's probably been in a book. It's been referenced in different ways, right? You know, because it's such a it's such an interesting topic. Right. So this guy saw his reflection, and if you guys don't know how the legend goes, he saw his reflection. He fell in love with himself, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, like this guy." This yeah. But he just loved himself so much that he tried to give himself a kiss into the river and he drowned oh my god so his own self killed himself he killed himself he wow. ended up being his own demise that's what and it so, is so take that into consideration with what traits a nurse of a narcissist so yeah uh, i mean when you say people think it's a male thing well you know it's because narcissist was a guy but of course anyone can be a narcissist it's right. like when you have this grandiose sense of self-importance like you think you're like the most important person in the room like everyone's watching you and um even though they don't they're not they're not the most important person but you feel, feel like that you way are. and there's a limit to like self-esteem like having a high self-esteem and just being straight up a narcissist mm. like there's a balance in all things right yeah narcissists don't have a balance in all things um they have a preoccupation with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, ideals, and love. Like, everyone loves me. Everyone has this. Um, no. That's <laughs> it's cr- inappropriate. Uh, there's a belief that he or she is special and unique and can only be understood by or should associate with other special or high-status people or institutions. Hmm. So, like, those are those people that are like, oh, don't talk to me, like. You don't even deserve to talk yeah, to Yeah, like those, yeah. Those, those people, like, I'm sure we've all dealt with them. Like, you're trying to be cool with them, and they're like, like, they don't want to give you the time of day. Yeah. Like, all right, cool, fine. Like, I was just trying to be nice. They don't understand wow. that. Wow. Um, there's, they have a need, or they have a need for excessive admiration, um, but they also have an explo- exploitive behavior. Hmm. So, like... When they do, because because they have to surround themselves with people of high status, they're doing it because they want to exploit those other people of high status as well. Because they want to elevate themselves even more. Higher than them. Higher Make, than yeah, them. like, you aren't on my level. Yeah, so they're like, oh, wow, I want to be like him. I'm going to try to be his friend. Hmm. And then I'm going to surpass him because that's what I want to do. I want to be better than him. And then you find someone else. I want to be better than them. I want to be better than them. Blah, 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 blah. Wow. So it's, uh, and it's also, I think the biggest trait is the lack of empathy. Okay. Lack of empathy. So explain having a lack of empathy, right? Can you, can you like, I feel like that was a thing that was a big deal for me, like, Mm -hmm. in the past, like. Well, I I, want to ask you, um, what, how do you express your empathy? I'm not that empathetic of a person. I don't feel like... You don't feel like you are? I don't feel like I am. I'm like, sure you are. I know I... But like, how, how do you think that you express empathy? Because when I told you my daughter was sick, you're like, oh, she was better. That's empathy right there. Okay, okay. Like, I, I, So what do you think empathy is? If you may, so... Maybe you do have it. Then I don't know. You don't recognize that right. it is empathy. I think that having empathy for me like, is like being able to understand how somebody else feels about something or how, like, just being able to make that connection with them and understand, like, all right, your daughter is feeling sick. Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel sick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know what that feels like, so, like, I hope she gets better. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's expressing that empathy to me. Yes, but you're empathetic then. Okay, cool. But... Uh, I want. I don't want to say narcissists are never empathetic. Sometimes they can put on a show. Okay. Like, but it's like, it's kind of like stereotypical 
empathy, like, oh, like, like, um, they, they're saying, like a script, they, they're saying it like a script. Like it's rehearsed. Yeah. Word. So, like, they don't Word. really feel anything, but it's like a script to them, so they're just saying what is mostly socially acceptable to say. Okay. I, I see, and that's the thing, too, like, when I was... In my past relationship, I'm going to talk about this part because they said that I did not have any empathy. Like, you're not empathetic at all. And it was just like, what? I don't feel like I'm not empathetic. I just feel like the way that I may connect with your situations are different. You know? Mm-hmm. So the empathy is different. It's not like... I think what some people confuse empathy with is sympathy. Sympathy. Okay. Yeah. So and like, that's, a, that's what it is. That's what it was. Because empathy is when you feel what the other person's feeling, whereas sympathy is you just want to feel bad for them. Hmm. Like you're feeling bad for the situation. And some people, they say, we, I want empathy, but what they really want is sympathy. sympathy. Yeah, that's the thing that I feel like I definitely lack is sympathy like i'm not that sim- like that's what i would say okay yeah because i mean you can only have sympathy for things that you think are important to you right right Whereas empathy is you're relating because you can understand the situation like oh i could i can understand what it feels like for any parent to deal with a sick child hmm. that's empathy right whereas sympathy would be like I wouldn't know how to I wouldn't know how to feel for somebody that's going through something yeah because I didn't experience it myself yeah I'm not sick so yeah I feel sad that they're going through it right but I don't know exactly how it feels like I can't emulate that emotion Hmm. and that's what it was for me I lacked sympathy not empathy but they completed the two yeah like you don't have any empathy that was a big thing and I was just like no, I just don't have sympathy for certain yeah, situations yeah. that you're dealing with. You know, it, it, I don't think it's anybody's responsibility to, like, you, it shouldn't be your responsibility to always be sympathetic. Like, sympathetic or empathetic. Like, it's good, but it's like you can't make the other person feel bad because they don't feel those things. It's not your job or place to tell people how they feel. But you can still be a kind person. Okay. And still, like, be like, I'm, I don't know what you're going through, but I'm here for you. Right. And I will help you in whatever way. See, and that's... Because if everybody That's how felt, I was. Because if everybody felt empathy, then it would be so hard to really... I don't want to say get things done, but it would be so hard to find a different perspective. Hmm. Because you're only caught up in the thing that you relate to. Right. Whereas if you don't have empathy or whereas if there's situations where you don't have empathy you can dissociate yourself from that scenario and say oh what about did you try this did you try this because you're not because you're not emotionally invested invested in it yeah yeah Yeah, understood understood wow that's big that's (laughs) a big deal yeah i it's it's that brings more clarity to for me like i was out here thinking you're a bad I'm a bad person. I don't have any empathy no. for anything. Like I really, I'm so like you grateful. Supposed to be like, let me help everybody in the whole world. <laughs> let me like, save people. Let me do everything I can. No, it's not. You can't. It's impossible, and it's emotionally draining to try to do that. Like there's just at that point, you just gotta like, no, you just can't. You yeah. can't do everything. You, you can't. can't. You're not a superhero. You're not a superhero. You can't save people. Um, another thing of traits of a narcissist are envy of others or belief that others are envious of them. Hmm. Did you ever deal with something, someone like that? It's funny that you say that because now I'm going to tap into like the early stages of my new relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm in New York City with my... PYT, shout out to my baby man. She fine. Listen, she's but uh, beautiful. she's so she's the best inside and out. Like she really has a good spirit, and I really like appreciate her fully. Um, but so I'm in New York City, 
and I'm having a good time. She's showing me around. That's where she's from. And um, I'm posting on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I get a text message from my ex. And, huh? I said, oh, jeez. Yeah, and she's like. That never worked. That never. Yeah, I get not only do I get a text message, I also I did a a poll on my Instagram and I got a text message and that poll message from my ex saying, does your new girlfriend know that you're obsessed with me while I'm in New York having a great time? And I'm just like, why? Why did one? Why are you texting me Two. Why are you in why are you in my DMs saying I'm obsessed with you? I'm not obsessed with you. I'm act, I'm enjoying my time with this other with my like what? With your baby girl. With my baby. Like what you mean? Like what? You're enjoying the food, ambiance, New York City. Like, I'm in I'm enjoying my time. They're trying to make sure that you have your mind on them. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of weird, isn't it? But that really happened though. That's weird. And I have the messages, I have the screen like It's kind of ironic because this person is saying, does this girl know that you're obsessed with me as they're trying to remind you of themselves? Yeah. Like, why are you trying to remind me that you're here? Or And that's what I'm saying when it comes to, I think that was the envy part. Yeah. Like, it could be. That's what I'm connecting that I to. I mean, like, like, why compare yourself? Like, just get over it. Right. If you're over it, then why are you comparing yourself? Why are you yourself? comparing yourself? Or why do you care how another person yeah. thinks about you? Like, I'm sure... Your girlfriend. Oh, I showed like, her the messages as soon as as soon as she texted me. I was just like, "Look at look at look what she's saying," and I was just like, "I can't even enjoy a day." What did she say about the message? Um. Well, she was just like, she did, she didn't yeah she was just like well that's just like strange like she's no, but it, and then you're an honest person because anyone could have just been like I'm gonna just not show my girlfriend no nah, I definitely no, showed her I, like, I showed what? her immediately and then I deleted her number and I blocked her number and I was just like I'm not dealing with that like you're not about to intrude yourself into my life in my day like you don't get that privilege I mean you already got a whole swarm of Attacking me. Attacking you. Constantly. Like, it's kind of weird. Because they're obsessed with her. It, 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 I think a lot of it had, had, well, there's another term I want to share with you. It's called schadenfreude. Who? It's called schadenfreude. Schadenfreude? Something like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's called schadenfreude. It's the, it's when you, like, enjoy the, um, the downfall of people. Like, Hmm. you enjoy people being... Not in pain. No, well, it could be pain. It's just like the bad moments of a person's life. Like you kind of relish in that. Like you're like, yeah. you want them to like feel you, bad. Like you want them to. Like you're like, yeah, I want them to be humbled. Like we feel like that towards celebrities sometimes. Like you're like, ha, like that's what you get. Like right. you're rich and successful, but you're miserable. Like a lot of people still. I mean, we listen. We watch or the Kardashians. Like everyone loves hating on them, right? Yeah. And if something happens to them, they're like, ha. That's what they get. Right. And it's like, why do you care? How, like, why? And it, so, schadenfreude. It, so those people that are watching... They're they're acting on schadenfreude. Like they're waiting for that to happen. They're not just waiting for it to happen, but they... Schadenfreude, a lot of people that have low self-esteem, they engage in schadenfreude much more than people that don't have low self-esteem. Okay. Like when you don't have low self-esteem... You don't really care how other people are going on in their life. Like, you're not like, yes, they're miserable, yes. Like, you don't care because you're so focused on yourself. You want to prosper, you want progress. But when people don't have that, they want other people to suffer. They want other people to be like them. That's crazy. But I feel like it's very, very relevant right now. Yeah, I mean, you post screenshots on your... um, Instagram like all these weirdos and it's just kind of like why do you care just move on because so many people care about being connected they just want a reaction yeah and it's they want like it's almost like they want the person that they 
idolized, they want their validation because they don't think they have enough validation. Right. So they're trying to get it from someone. That's why they feel the need to engage. Right. Wow. That's powerful. Powerful. Like we kind of do sometimes we act like that with our families. Yeah. Like I want my parents' approval. And if a sibling isn't doing well, you're like, Oh well then I'm gonna look better than them. Hmm. That so, is really relative. Robbery, yeah. yeah. But if you're doing Relevant. well and you don't like you don't care about your parents' approval and you're doing well, then you're not gonna be like oh, like you're gonna feel bad if anything if someone if something bad happened to your sibling. Yeah, you wanna help oh, them. No, what happened? Like but when people like that, they they want you to suffer mm. because it they thrive off of it because they have such low self esteem. Wow, 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 wow. That makes me look at the trolls a lot different. Yeah, if anything, like feel bad for them. Like, jeez. Y'all all have low self esteem for coming at like, me all crazy. Well, like I'm not I'm not relishing in how low self-esteem they have that's, you that's know, there's bad. a lot of there's a lot of outlets out there that can help when with your mental health there's a like they have apps uh called like i think there's an app called better health hmm. where you can literally text account like a therapist like better help go do that go shout out to better help yeah y'all better send me a contract real soon sponsored. i'm not sponsored listen somebody better sponsor me look better health <laughs> reach out to me hop in there we're gonna talk about it i'll Just drop it every yeah, Every episode, we'll talk about troll, it. Trolls need, trolls need, like, validation from yeah. someone. So I'm saying, some, you know, they talk amongst them, they, I'm sure they talk amongst themselves, too. Yes. The amount of messages that are overlapping. Mm. Are you crazy? If somebody is not saying anything to you, and you are continuously dropping your peace of mind of negativity... You need to seek help. You need to seek help because you're having a negative conversation with yourself at that point. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen what crabs do in a bucket? Yeah, they stack on top of each other. Yeah, but how, like if one tries, if you put one crab alone in a bucket, it gets out. But if you put multiple crabs in a bucket and one tries to get out, they keep trying to crabs, push each other down. Yeah, those other crabs grab each other and try. Like you can't escape, even though like you're in a bucket. You're literally wow. in a bucket about to get eaten, but you're not letting the other crab escape, like, because all of you guys aren't escaping. Wow. Powerful. That's why they're so easy to catch. She's, she's dropping gems right now. <laughs> and they're so delicious. But. I haven't yes. ate, eaten crabs in a while. I'm not a crab-eating type of guy. Nah, neither am I. I like crab Too legs, much work. But I don't like the whole crab. I think it's too much work. Too much work, and you stink all day. Ugh. You can wash your hands. With the best dawn, this detergent, you smell your hands after you're eating crabs. Mm. It's going to take a few washes to get that old bay from underneath them nails. I prefer lobster. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're rich. Huh? You're rich. No, no. <laughs> it, I went to Boston one time, and we went to a market, and I got a lobster roll, and I will never, ever go back to anything else. I'll like lobsters, where it's like, at? That's, mm, hmm. It's life-changing. Okay. To get a nice warm lobster. I had two different kinds of lobster. An wow. old one and I had a warm one. And the warm one was by far better. I was actually disappointed in the cold one because it was in a nice restaurant by Harvard. Oh, wow. Like, These people got money. Right. And They're going to treat you right. This, this food's going to be good because it's by a really prestigious college. And this is going to be, like, really good. I threw up eating it. I was like, this is... I was eating it, and then when we drove back home, I threw up in the car. I oh, like, Lord. This is disgusting. It was so cold, and it tasted nasty. I just... Couldn't like, deal. Couldn't deal with it. But yeah. you'll eat warm lobster. Yeah. That's good. That's but, good. Uh, I'm not rich. I don't eat it every day, I wish, but if it's there... See, I've been going to Red Lobster, like, we're talking about lobster. I went, I went to Red <laughs> Lobster probably twice a week for the past... Like two months, I go at least twice a week. I go get a sesame soy bowl, sesame salmon soy bowl from Red Lobster with Brussels sprouts, and they put this sauce, and it's just like the best. It's the best. I've been eating healthy, you know. I'm down. I lost like 20 pounds since uh, December. I'm going to Mexico this next month. 
Cancun, yeah. I'm trying to lose another 10 at least by the time I get there. Oh, I was going to say, what? You're going to try to lose weight while you're there? Nah. No. Like, I got you gotta make sure you 30 days. The food there. Oh, I'm going to eat good when I'm there. I'm going to eat go. great. I feel like we touched base on a lot of yeah, I mean, stuff today. And I'm grateful to have you here. Leave, I hope the trolls just leave you alone. They're not going to. I'm going to probably get some you know, more heat from honestly, this. Honestly, I was scared. I was like, I'm going to be on Malik's podcast. I hope that they don't try to find me through his friend list and try to harass me. I doubt it. I doubt okay, it. I, I don't think they go that far. I, th- I feel like more of the attacks yeah, are like on me. Know. Yeah, just let me know. Just because it's like, how far are you willing to do this? Yeah. And, oh, I don't know. All right, well, I appreciate you coming on today. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of, we, listen. I got you. I didn't even answer all the questions you gave me. You, you got so, more questions? No, you gave me so many I didn't many even know I had that many questions. You did. Is there more? You, there is, but we don't have to go on over. All right. I mean, some of them we kind of already touched base on. Shoot, we can, we, listen, we can always re, reconnect, revisit. No. And, uh, look, look, these are all the questions, some of my answers. Holy smokes. See, I can't prepare. You was ready. I was like, Malik gave me these questions. I'm going to try to answer them. But I feel like we touch base on a lot of uh, different stuff. What did you learn? Um, today? Yeah, like, what was your favorite thing, I guess? Like, um, the last couple of things that you said about, you know, this, the difference between the sympathy and empathy, mm-hmm. that is, that was huge for me. That was, like, it made I, me feel better. I saw your eyes, you kind of, like, you were, like, contemplating. Yeah, because it was just like, all right, that you makes sense. Now I can look back and see, you know, I was empathetic, but I did lack sympathy. But that doesn't make me a bad person. Um, and then there's, you know, the Schadenfreude. Oh, Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. <laughs> we got to figure out how to say that. Schadenfreude. It's a, Schaden, it's a German word. Schadenfreude. That was, that's big. And that's going on right now. Um, it's spelled, it's huge. Schadenfreude. Definition is pleasure derived by someone from another person's misfortune. Wow. So there are people who find pleasure in someone else's misfortune. Yeah. Schadenfreude. And I'm going to pray for y'all. Yeah. And hopefully y'all go to the app, Better Health, just like Leslie mentioned in... Yeah, find a therapist. Talk to them. Straight up. I mean, everyone goes through trauma. So For real. Um, but yeah, so those are the those are a couple things that I feel like definitely hit hit for me. Um, we touch base on the narcissistic thing and the traits, like the, all of that stuff is important to me because I feel like it was very um, relatable to you know my situation at one point in time. Um, but yeah. I'm glad you're here, and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the friendships that are still, you know, there, even after all the time that passes. You, When you still have people that you can reach out to that are still there for you, and, um, you know, life changes, but they don't change, that is like... It's so fulfilling to have that, um, and I definitely appreciate that with you. Oh, thank you, Mary. Yeah, thank for sure. Because we go back, you know, and I feel like you haven't changed. Really? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, you grew. Thank you. You haven't changed, though. Like, we're able to have a conversation still, yeah. just like old times, you know what I mean? But yep. it's just like. That's how I, I feel like that's how I always am. Yeah. I try to make sure that. If I talk to people who I haven't talked to in years, that I kind of start off where we left. Right. Like, I want to make sure, like, like that I'm con- not consistent, but, like, that I am who I am. You're authentic. You're an authentic person. Thank you. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm faking it in life. I'm really, I'm like, no, no. Nah, here. this is really you. <laughs> That's good. But yeah, I just wanted to say that. So if you have, you know, people that you haven't spoke to in a very long time and, you know... You know that you can hit them up and they'll still be there and still treat you the same way that they've treated you from 
wherever you left off, that is important and just be grateful for that because a lot of people don't have that. And uh that's all we got for today. Um shout out to the, the new song that I just heard. Um Wiggle wiggle wiggle. My money don't wiggle wiggle. It jiggle jiggle. Yes. It don't fold or something like that. <laughs> Oh, wow. Well. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it for the rollout. <laughs> this is the end of the song, too. I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. Enjoy your Sunday. That's a wrap. It really is. <laughs> Awesome.